section three of popular lectures on scientific subjects this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. this recording is by michelle fry baton rouge louisiana in september two thousand twenty one popular lectures on scientific subjects by herman von helmholtz chapter three part one introduction on the relation of optics to painting being the substance of a series of lectures delivered in cologne berlin and bonn i fear that the announcement of my intention to address you on the subject of plastic art may have created no little surprise among some of my hearers for i cannot doubt that many of you have had more frequent opportunities of viewing works of art and have more thoroughly studied its historical aspects than i can lay claim to have done or indeed have had personal experience in the actual practice of art in which i am entirely wanting i have arrived at my artistic studies by a path which is but little trod that is by the physiology of the senses and in reference to those who have a long acquaintance with and who are quite at home in the beautiful fields of art i may compare myself to a traveller who has entered upon them by a steep and stony mountain path but who in doing so has passed many a stage from which a good point of view is obtained if therefore i relate to you what i consider i have observed it is with the understanding that i wish to regard myself as open to instruction by those more experienced than myself the physiological study of the manner in which the perceptions of our senses originate how impressions from without pass into our nerves and how the condition of the latter is thereby altered presents many points of contact with the theory of the fine arts on a former occasion i endeavoured to establish such a relation between the physiology of the sense of hearing and the theory of music those relations in that case are particularly clear and distinct because the elementary forms of music depend more closely on the nature and on the peculiarities of our perceptions than is the case in other arts in which the nature of the material to be used and of the objects to be represented has a far greater influence yet even in those other branches of art the especial mode of perception of that organ of sense by which the impression is taken up is not without importance and a theoretical insight into its actions and into the principle of its methods cannot be complete if this physiological element is not taken into account next to music this seems to predominate more particularly in painting and this is the reason why i have chosen painting as the subject of my present lecture the more immediate object of the painter is to produce in us by his palette a lively visual impression of the objects which he has endeavoured to represent the aim in a certain sense is to produce a kind of optical illusion not indeed that like the birds who pecked at the painted grapes of apelles we are supposed to have present the real objects themselves and not a picture but in so far that the artistic representation produces in us 
a conception of their objects as vivid and as powerful as if we actually had them before us the study of what are called illusions of the senses is however a very prominent and important part of the physiology of the senses for just those cases in which external impressions evoke conceptions which are not in accordance with reality are particularly instructive for discovering the laws of those means and processes by which normal perceptions originate we must look upon artists as persons whose observation of sensuous impressions is particularly vivid and accurate and whose memory for these images is particularly true that which long tradition has handed down to the men most gifted in this respect and that which they have found by innumerable experiments in the most varied directions as regards means and methods of representation forms a series of important and significant facts which the physiologist who has here to learn from the artist cannot afford to neglect the study of works of art will throw great light on the question as to which elements and relations of our visual impressions are most predominant in determining our conception of what is seen and what others are of less importance as far as lies within his power the artist will seek to foster the former at the cost of the latter in this sense then a careful observation of the works of the great masters will be serviceable not only to physiological optics but also because the investigation of the laws of the perceptions and of the observations of the senses will promote the theory of art that is the comprehension of its mode of action we have not here to do with a discussion of the ultimate objects and aims of art but only with examination of the action of the elementary means with which it works the knowledge of the latter must however form an indispensable basis for the solution of the deeper questions if we are to understand the problems which the artist has to solve and the mode in which he attempts to attain his object i need scarcely lay stress on the fact following as it does from what i have already said that it is not my intention to furnish instructions according to which the artist is to work i consider it a mistake to suppose that any kind of aesthetic lectures such as these can ever do so but it is a mistake which those very frequently make who have only practical objects in view End of section three.